from the front lines of the green rush. This is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is John Small, and I am the editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur. So happy you could join us today. All the way from Israel, we are joined today by Nadav Yal, the founder of Ibnia Technologies. And Ibnia manufactures terpenes for dozens of cannabis brands, including some classics such as Old Pal and Lemon Tree. And Ibnia researches and has built a database which maps the therapeutic benefits of cannabis psychochemicals. And Nadav is passionate about botanical medicine and how it can offer a more effective medicinal treatment even more so than pharmaceutical products. And his recent research includes the NTVRL, which is a proprietary formulation of terpenes that has the potential to serve as an antiviral preventative and treatment to human coronaviruses. So we want to talk all about that. First, I just want to welcome Nadav to the show. Hey, Jonathan. Happy to be here with you. And thank you for the introduction. I'm currently in Tel Aviv, Israel, on the line between here and Los Angeles uh, in, my, in the last four years. The wonder of Zoom. You seem like you're, you're, you're sitting in the next room. Probably, I don't even know what time it is there. I hope it's not four in the morning. <laughs> no, it's 8, 8 p.m. Okay, okay. So it's reasonable. All right. Well, first of all, it is interesting you bring up Israel. I've always wondered, there's so much, so much interesting research comes out of Israel for cannabis. What is it about Israel? Because it's not even federally legal, right? Cannabis in Israel. And yet some of the best research we have on cannabis comes from that country. So tell me what it is about Israel. Yeah. So Israel is a small country in the Middle East. From day one, uh, we were in a survival mode as a country and need to develop ourselves and our border, protect our borders. So in general, the R&D and innovation in Israel is the key uh, growth factor when it comes to economy. I was, uh, let's call it, part of uh, the military intelligence in Israel. And this is also where a lot of the innovation starting when it comes to cannabis. So basically speaking, in, back in 1960, the research in cannabis started in Israel, in the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. At that time in the U.S., uh, there, and still today, uh, cannabis was considered to schedule one drug uh, with no medicinal value. But in Israel, there was uh, the, let's call it the regulatory landscape allowed to research uh, the plant. And uh, in the University of Jerusalem, Professor uh, Rafael Meshulam, back at the day, started the research to understand the different uh, compounds that is composing this uh, uh, recreational drug at that time. And discovered back in 1963, the THC, and then later on the CBD. He was the first to really discover that, right? Yeah. So, and we are speaking, it's, uh, now it's 60 years. So um, since that uh, time in Israel, the research uh, continued to discover more and more uh, ingredients in the cannabis plant that are making what we recognize as the medicinal properties of the plant. So after, at, uh, around the 1970, 1980, the next topic of research was to understand the different mechanisms of actions of those molecules in our human body. And uh, Israel was uh, in the research centers in Israel, there was a lot of these discoveries related to the endocannabinoid system. 
So uh, if it's in the anandamide and eventually all the discovery of the uh, related to the CB1 and CB2 receptors and eventually more receptors in the endocannabinoid system, this was happening much before the legalization started in the US. And at the moment of legalization, there was a cross between the U.S. market needs to understand the cannabis plant and the fact that in Israel, the research was very deep to those compounds and there was a need coming from the U.S. to uh, basically bring products to market that will be superior, will be different, will be active, will be safe. And uh, a lot of questions, but not a lot of answers. That was a point where Israel became important for everything related to this industry. Ibna as a company became a focal point, that point between the needs of the market in California and the knowledge of science in Israel. And this is where uh, basically the foundation of Ibna and the value started as a company to that basically bridging the gaps between user uh, experience and needs in the U.S. market and the ability to bring better products. We specialize uh, first on the terpen type of compounds that were uh, this missing block of knowledge. And explain what terpenes are, just for the uninitiated. So terpenes are organic compounds found in a lot of plants in nature. Happen to be that cannabis holds the widest variety of those compounds. Uh, over 250 different compounds are recognized in the cannabis plant. We are usually pronounce them because of the uh, ability to smell them. So they are interacting with our olfactory system. Unlike cannabinoids that have no smell, terpenes have smell. Uh, so for example, if we are familiar with a strain like uh, super lemon haze, the reason uh, it's called super lemon haze is because it's high in certain terpenes such as limonene and terpinolene that is giving this citrus smell to those uh, flowers. So we can determine Let's say as consumers, we can recognize them very easily by this by their smell. But sometimes what we like to say is that they happen to interact with our olfactory systems. But the reality is that by themselves, they can activate a lot of biomechanism in our human body and binding to receptors that are essential to effect such as an anxiety, pain, and sleep. And specifically, they are also binding to the same endocannabinoid system that up until today, people still think that the only one, the only compounds that are interacting with those cannabinoids, with those uh, receptors are the cannabinoids. In recent uh, research uh, coming out of IBNA and coming out of more uh, research lab worldwide, we start to see that the terpenes themselves are binding and activating those receptors in a very unique way and uh, eventually create the effect that associated, the therapeutic effect associated with cannabis. And for sure, not just uh, taste and smell. So how does it work? Let's say, let's take the example of Old Pal. You identify, right, or you help them find the terpenes or you help them grow plants that have these terpenes. How does your company interact with a cannabis company? Yeah, so today... Basically, when you look on, a, on the industry from a brand perspective, we are speaking about experience, right? Every brand tries to provide a unique experience to its customers, a different experience from the other brands. And most of the cannabis brands today are sharing a story of strain, strains. What does it mean? If it's a OG Kush, Hindu Kush, or Super Lemonade, 
Each one of those genetics were developed by breeders all over the world that selectively breed genetics originated from different land races and eventually developed a phenotype that is unique, is different from any other product that were before. Now, if you look on a, any company today in the U.S. market selling strain-specific products such as those names, they are limited to the supply of terpenes uh, that they can grow in their internal go-house. But when a genetic like OG push uh, of a specific cut is become uh, more attractive, become more favorite by specific audience, then uh, there is a problem of scaling. So what we did for those uh, brands, Olpal is one, one of them, is basically taking those flowers to a full uh, and comprehensive analysis of their genetics and their flowers and eventually allow them to buy a terpen profile that is created consistently from botanical ingredients in order to be able to scale from flower-only type of products to more a variety that includes vape product and in some cases tinctures and beverage and uh, edibles that will all the same signature, the same experience because the signature taste and smell and feeling is mostly coming from the terpene profile. So now a brand that is uh, born and raised in California can start to sell products outside of California into other states or into other territories such as Europe, but while maintaining the same experience over and over again and in the same consistent way all over the year. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's John Small from Green Entrepreneur, and I have a question for you. What would you do as a small business owner if you had an extra 15 hours a week to really focus on your business and not all that minutia and busy work that slows you down from focusing on the big picture? Well, that is where our sponsor, Belay, comes in. Belay is an innovative staffing solution which offers virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists for growing organizations like yours. Check it out. You can reclaim that 15 hours a week by hiring a virtual assistant to do your emails, to do your scheduling. Oh, what a dream that would be. To book travel for you when the world opens back up. To plan meetings. To even do expense reporting. That is what Belay specializes in. I love Belay. It's a great company. I wrote a story about them a few years ago about their company culture, and it is a fabulous place to work and offers wonderful services to their clients. To find out about Belay, go to Belay Solutions backslash green today. That is Belay spelled B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com backslash Green and tell them that John Small from Green Entrepreneur sent you. Okay, now let's return to our interview. So you provide the genetic profile for these companies so that they can grow the same consistent product in each state or wherever they want to grow their product. So we provide them that basically the terpen profile, the same terpen composition, all natural for them to be able to scale their production into more and more territories and form factors. That's what we provide. So you just mentioned earlier that you discovered 
more than 250 different terpenes in cannabis. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I mean, I feel like we only know about six or seven. Those are the ones you always see on the labels. It's like the same six or seven. Let's talk about some of the ones that everybody's familiar with and kind of what they do. I mean, what is your understanding of, it might be different for every person, but are there certain terpenes that, that are better for certain needs? For example, if somebody wants to sleep and wants to use cannabis to help them sleep and have a better night's sleep, is there a certain terpene that is bent, that seems to be better for sleep? Yeah. So first of all, yes, there are, and this is exactly the the long-term vision of the company. And that's how we started back in 2014 to map out the cannabis compounds, basically testing one by one the different ingredients that different compounds found in the plant versus receptors in the human body. And then in order to map out their, how they affect us. So when it comes to effect of a specific compound, it's about how when we enter those compounds to our body, they are interacting with different receptors. The different receptors are part of different systems of the body, and some of them are more related to pain, for example, CB1, and for example, TRPV1, and some of them are more uh, related to things like sleep, A2A receptor and some other GABA receptors. So if you want to understand how a compound affects the human body, you need to understand how it interacts with our receptors. What we found out, for example, for a long time, people were speaking about myrcen as a compound that helped the THC to absorb in the CB1 receptor. And this is why when you eat mango, uh, you get a stronger uh, high. But uh, we found out in the recent discoveries of Ibna that uh, myrcen is actually binding to a receptor in the endocannabinoid system that's called TRPV1, which is by itself making a lot of effects that related to pain and also probably part of the effect associated with the, this high feeling. So another compound we we a lot of information is already known much before the cannabis plant became let's call it uh, in the in the news is a compound called uh, linalol when it comes from lavender and lavender already used traditionally for sleep medication all over the world and it's uh, found to be very effective and uh, linalol found in some of the indica type of strains in a high uh, concentration and today we already can uh, say that uh, we already find a lot of receptors that are uh, binding, that the linalon is binding, that are related to sleep. So the story, it's not longer aromatherapy type of uh, witchcraft uh, science. It's uh, actual uh, pharmaceutical methods that we can demonstrate how those compounds are actually activating our human body. And this is where we see the future. And the future of uh, natural compounds breaking the barriers that we have today of the pharmaceutical industry. And this is why Ibna is uh, very much passionate on the science, because we believe that uh, what we're going to see in the next five years is how the cannabis as a single plant with so much active compounds is going to be the library of compounds or the the base for a shift from traditional pharmaceutical towards functional wellness ingredients that will help to basically replace 
a lot of the pharmaceutical products that we are currently using. And this is because of the fact that the research that is done today, especially in Israel, but also outside of Israel, when it comes to this plant, is in a level that never been done in any other botanical medicine before. And we believe that this type of research will allow the science committee and eventually the, the world to enjoy products that are both safe, natural, and effective much more than pharmaceutical products that exist today in the in the market. And that's wonderful. But there also needs to be an education of the public, right, about these terpenes, because most of us don't really know what they do. And we're sort of trusting the manufacturers to tell us, oh, this is the one that's going to make you have less anxiety, or this is the one that's going to make you be sleepy. What, for example, you know, a lot of people suffer from anxiety, right, in this country, probably in Israel as well. <laughs> but cannabis can make them paranoid. Is there a terpene profile that they should look for, for helping with anxiety? Is that something that you guys have studied? So this is a good question. There is uh, studies that will try to match what are the best performing strains for an anxiety. The answer is there are compounds in the cannabis plant that can help anxiety and that uh, are very promising. At the same time, there are compounds in the cannabis plant that can increase anxiety just because of the fact that they will get you high or get you in a feeling of miscomfortable that will make you anxious. So the way to that Ibna is looking on this, let's call it challenge, is if we were able to take only the compounds that are good to anxiety, avoiding the rest, and formulate those into formulation that is specially targeting an anxiety-related needs, then we will have an anxiety solution. And this is what we basically are doing. The challenge is that in order to be able to not mislead the consumers, it will take a couple of, let's call it years, in order to eventually demonstrate the efficiency over and over of those formulations uh, with the patients that uh, need uh, some solution for an exit. But what I can say is that the improvement will be done not by one day we have a clinically proven product, but it will take some let's call it generations, until we get to a point when this type of product will be completely perfect. Up until that time, what will happen in the next five years, as far as we can imagine it, is that we will start to see products coming out that are more backed up with science than the rest. Every time it will be like 10, 20% improvement from what exists. We have a product for sleep that were tested in this type of model and that type of model, and we see more and more products coming out that will be facing a challenge of, uh, of claiming for sure that they will need to be, of course, not crossing any FDA guidelines because this is, this is crucial, not mislead anyone. But at the same time, this innovation needs to occur. And the pharmaceutical industry put a very strong borders around potentially medical products and that need to be also being uh, challenged because uh, it is removing a lot of innovation. And there, I believe that the cannabis industry is doing it exactly right now by having products that are 
facing the strongest and the most critical medical condition more effectively than pharmaceutical uh, products. So I believe that, uh, yeah, so I hope that answer. Yeah, well, we're going to have to wait a little bit. But in the meantime, what terpenes should I be looking for for my anxiety? <laughs> what are ones? I know that we don't have all the science in yet. What would you suggest? You're, I welcome you to enter our website to learn. We have an educational center with all the information about uh, how different terpenes interact with different indications, and you can learn a lot. So many different compounds, and not just terpenes, but also minor cannabinoids and flavonoids and other ingredients that are important. Okay. I will do my research. I will do my research. That That's ebyna.com, right? Exactly. Let's talk about this NTVRL, because that sounds like very topical. You're talking about a formulation of terpenes that has the potential to be an antiviral preventative. Talk to me about what, what that means. So using our database of phytochemicals, we know very well from a test performed by the company that cannabis compound, especially terpenes, has strong anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties. Those properties were tested versus uh, viruses uh, such as uh, coronavirus uh, in the last outbreak and also other viruses. And when it comes to into, uh, inflammation, the same, same story. There was a lot of uh, knowledge uh, about that that we collected, collected before us. And we decided after uh, the COVID-19 outbreak, uh, COVID outbreak last year that we let's put uh, our knowledge and uh, formulation design methods to the test and see if we can actually build a formulation that is more effective than traditional pharmaceutical for the treatment of viral condition and inflammation condition. Is this after you get coronavirus or to prevent getting coronavirus or both maybe? We tested both options. And what we found out in the first study that were published uh, about a year ago, when we tested the formulation versus a, a strain of the corona, that the formulation antiviral were performing better than uh, antiviral drugs in prevention and both in treatment in a, in a way that were never seen before. So this was a peer-reviewed article that we launched about a year ago. Then with that, we decided to take the form, the same antiviral formulation and testing it versus what's called a cytokine storm, which is the condition that uh, is uh, little when it comes to COVID-19 patients. Basically, what happened is that uh, there is inflammation in the lungs that uh, eventually kill uh, the patients. And uh, what we found out in that research, we compare our formulation to dexamethasone, which is the steroid used in hospitals all over the world today as a treatment. And uh, the result was that our formulation performed two times better than dexamethasone to stop the inflammation. So this was an amazing result. And now in the last uh, six months, we built a whole science team around these uh, unique insights. And we continue the research into more strains of corona and also uh, influenza, which is flu. And we are a few days from releasing a new peer-reviewed article that will cover the test results that were astonishing. I can tell you that nobody could Im imagine that we will have results like that. And now, uh, the next thing is, Ibna is currently working 
on a global partnerships to bring this formulation um, to the market. Also to continue our research from uh, lab research into a clinical research uh, in order to show potentially that uh, this formulation is actually can be used as a preventative product versus COVID-19 and hopefully uh, which will be, of course, uh, a different game changer versus a uh, flu. And uh, we will continue to push that very strong the next couple of uh, months and years until we will get to a point, uh, hopefully, that uh, it will be available uh, worldwide. Yeah, I was going to ask you, when can I get my hands on this particular thing? But it sounds like that's a few years away. But it's exciting what you're finding out. How come we don't read more about this in the press? Do you think that the media is hesitant to report on this or maybe maybe i'm just not reading the right newspapers first of all it was published in forbes and right now we well, we don't say the word forbes we don't say the word forbes uh, i'm just sorry. kidding i'm just okay. kidding i'm just kidding forbes is we love we love forbes no i mean i know it's been around i know that people have published yeah, it's it. been around the mainstream media is still uh, let's say pretty concerned from the cannabis in general and to push uh, the world uh, everything related to it uh, forward to the mainstream also, I believe that it's a curve of innovation that we still need to cross when it comes to natural compounds that actually treat disease. And I think uh, the world uh, today cannot believe that uh, natural compounds can do that in, uh, in scale and uh, more efficiently than pharmaceutical synthetic compounds, which is a problem because the only reason that this pharmaceutical industry exists is because it start, almost every development started in a natural compound and transformed into synthetic just for the intellectual property reasons. So it's a shame. We believe that the cannabis industry right now is challenging the FDA to pursue the regulation guidelines when it comes to drug or medicine development. And we believe that out of these two very restricted markets of food and pharma, we're going to see a wellness market that's going to take over in order to bring the ability to create what we call preventative medicine. And I think this is exactly where cannabis is now helping to shape this terminology in a way that we never saw before. And I believe that every person that is taking part of this industry is helping to make a change that will be very, very crucial for human health along the next 10 years. And uh, I'm very much excited to be part of it as uh, the CEO of IBNA and to work with the best companies in the world to shape this new future. This is how I see and how we view the cannabis industry today. Well, it's very exciting stuff. I really feel like you're really on the forefront of what's happening here. And, and, I, and I really hope that this will become more mainstream and everybody will be able to enjoy the benefits of, of the terpenes that you're discovering. Nadav, thank you so much for taking the time to join us all the way from Israel. And uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Jonathan. It was great and have a wonderful day. You too. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, you can go to greenentrepreneur.com or check out our magazine on newsstands everywhere. Check out our Instagram at Green Entrepreneur. We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all other social media feeds. If you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, Jonathan Small, 
check out my other podcast, Right About Now, that's W-R-I-T-E, to get some in-depth interviews into the lives and stories of successful writers, how they got there, what they learned, and what you need to succeed. That's writeaboutnowmedia.com. Until next episode, we'll THC you later.